So as I'm looking through the library, I see that he has an audio version of this book right here, The Brain Warrior. And I start listening to it. And it's one of those, I'm like a minute into my walk. And I'm like, I love this book. I love this book. This is so fabulous. And so as I get through it, I mean, I just exclaim every day I'm walking. I come home, I tell Doug, I love this book. I think every American should have to read certain books. (laughs) (laughs) I concur. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fortify Podcast, where our goal is to talk about all things that are hopefully fortifying to you and to your local community. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We have, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. I had rotator cuff surgery and uh, just other things and just haven't been out and about as usual. But every time I see Heather, she's always got something new to share about health or nutrition or something. So last week she's like, oh, you need to read The Brain Wire. And I'm like, well, what is that all about? And I'm like, wait, let's just do a podcast on it. And you can just save it all and tell me all in the the podcast. So uh, we actually met up this morning, went to the gym to work out and um, (laughs) had a a waffle. (laughs) And then uh, so sitting down here to uh, talk about The Brain Wire. And so Heather, thanks again coming on and just tell us about this book that you are on fire for and you just feel like the things that people really need to know about it. Well, to, to begin, The Brain Warrior is written by Daniel Amen. He's a psychiatrist and the owner, um, founder of Amen Clinics. They're like a brain imaging um, company and they're all over the United States. And it's done with his wife, and she is a, I believe, a BSN. Yeah, a BSN RN. RN. So it's a fabulous book. I was, I'm doing 75 hard, uh, phase one right now. And so part of that is. Oh, now, hold on. For anybody who doesn't know what 75 hard is, can you explain what that is? Yes. 75 hard is a program created by Andy Frazella. He has a podcast, and he himself wanted to challenge himself to accomplish more back in 2019. So he told his podcast co-hosts that he was going to aim for a lower body fat percentage and some more like structure in his life. So he created 75 hard for himself. He said, I'm going to go 75 days. I'm going to do two workouts a day, one inside, one outside. I'm going to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to read 10 pages of a self-help book. I'm going to, let me think, Eat clean, no alcohol. And eating clean could be whatever eating clean looks like for you. It didn't have to be a specific way of eating. So anyway, I embarked on that journey, and I completed that uh, in the middle of March. And then he has more phases. He created more phases after that to help help people to spur on with even more um, personal development. And then the next phase was, you know, adding in a cold shower and 10 minutes of, like, visualization or just trying to picture yourself um, in area, a life goal, being there already kind of a thing, or meditation. I, I use my time actually a lot of times for meditation on God's word and prayer. but And then the component of doing three critical tasks every day that just need to be done, making sure like a lot of days I make a big to-do list. And at the end of the day, sometimes nothing on that to-do list was done. And his point is start in the morning, list three things that just you're going to do, and then make sure those get done. And if nothing else gets done that day, but those three, you got them done. And they can change or they could be the same for the entire next 30 days. Yeah, you know, I think with each one of us, so if I were to say 
like what you're really good at, what Donna's good at, what Trisha's good at, like, you know, you're really focused on health, exercise, which Donna is too, but Donna's really good at structure and um, implementation. And that was one of the things when I worked with her um, is, you know, getting your top three and then attaching them to this. She's just really good at helping you implement structure and schedule, mm-hmm. which is a lot of what, you know, you're, yes. you're talking about here. So, so and then, help. yeah. And, and like Trish, I think her real area is like devotion, prayer, mm-hmm. um, just very, very different. All things are needed, but each, each bring a different each thing. Each of us so. have a specialty. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> but I, you know, I do just want to ask because I think, a listener might think, okay, doesn't that just get overwhelming sometimes, like trying to have to do all that? So how would you answer that question? I would like to build more habits in my life, and I would like to build more structure in some ways. Donna has such an exceptional talent for structure. So I am more of a um, visionary. I'm a dreamer. I'm an ideas person. I am very passionate about what I have ideas about, but and I, and I am structured in some ways. I'm on day 534, of 535 running. of running. Crazy. There's certain things that I am. I mean, there's certain things I just have, I have built as habits. Yeah. And will not let them die. But there's so many other areas of growth I would like to see. Yeah. So I guess. So that, that in that sphere, it was like build more mental toughness. The main thing behind the Andy Frizzella 75 Hard program is mental toughness. And I, I feel like. As I look around our world today, mental toughness is a good thing to have as far as not being offended by everything. Yeah. And mental toughness is good in the season of life I'm in. Yeah. Being a homeschool mom and grandma and so <laughs> many roles, so many roles I fit, I fit, need uh, mental toughness. And then- Heather needs boundaries. Yeah, and then <laughs> I am a, I'm an extremely- uh, what they call an HSP. I'm a highly sensitive person. So I take everything and I, I, let it, I let it weigh on me. I carry everyone else's emotions. I can walk into a room, I can see what everybody else is kind of feeling, and I carry it. And so I needed to, I need to kind of break out of that a little bit okay. because it's it's consuming. So the, this is actually helping, helping you me. bring structure mm-hmm. and actually kind of more time management, yeah. which Donna would definitely be there because she's always like, oh, I can show you how to get more time in the day. And she does mm-hmm. um, with these habits. So, so, okay. So I just wanted to clarify why. So where people would say, well, that's crazy. Why are you doing all yes. that? But you're saying, well, no, it helps. It, it actually does. helps bring more yes. into focus. my life, more mm-hmm. focus, and I can get more things done. Yes. So now then how do we get to the uh, how do we brain? How get to brain warrior? So anyway, I'm always a reader and I really struggle reading any fiction at all. And with 75 Hard, you read nonfiction. But you have to read actual pages. You can't listen to audiobooks. But what I so I do read in my actual pages of different books. I've got some great books that we could talk about in future podcasts. But when I part of my workout every day is usually a walk. And I've learned I whether I'm walking in a foot of snow or whether I'm walking in beautiful weather, I love those forty five minute walks every day. I just love them. And so what I do is I either throw on a podcast or an audiobook. And I learn. I love to learn. And so I was looking for a good health or nutrition book. And I follow Daniel Amen on different social media platforms. Doesn't know a lot about him, but I liked what I did know. And then I saw he has a lot of books. He has a brand new book coming out that may have, may be just released in the last couple of months or it's being released right now. Anyway, our library doesn't have it yet. And so as I'm looking through the library, I see that he has an audio version of this book right here, The Brain Warrior. 
and I start listening to it. And it's one of those, I'm like a minute into my walk and I'm like, I love yeah. this book. I love this book. This is so fabulous. And so as I get through it, I mean, I just exclaim every day I'm walking. I come home, I tell Doug, I love this book. I think every American should have to read certain books. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> so, you know, Grain Brain, that's something I feel every, the 2018 edition specifically, because it's the newest research, is something every American should have to read. Maybe we can cover that on the yes. next podcast. And then the Brain Warrior, there again, it kind of piggybacks. A lot of the authors and doctors I read kind of all coupled together have very similar ideas. So I think our health is a multifaceted thing. Our health is our sleep, it is our eating, it's our movement, it's our stress. I'm not sure if I'm getting all the components I want, but I think a good book or a good author or a good doctor kind of pulls all those components in because if just one, or toxicity too, um, if one of those components is missing or out of balance, it can affect all of our health. So we could be like super fit and a really good eater and have a great amount of stress and it could kill us. You know, I mean, yeah, that's really true. It, it's so, I think that those, so doctors who address the whole person and our biological diversity, physiological sure. diversity, I think are the most on point. For sure. And we don't all, we're not a one size fits all. And so, but there are certain things I think that are important for all people to adhere to, no matter where you end up landing on how you eat or or what sleep works for you or whatever. I think there's certain components to the world or to our lives, to our nutritional aspects and to our movement that are universal. And so he goes through that in his book um, and covers getting a different mindset. I guess that would be my question. What, what are the main things that you would like somebody who's listening to this podcast, like, okay, these are the main takeaways why I think you should go pick up this book. Understanding that our brain is not a result of our genetics. You could be genetically predisposed to cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, all kinds of things, but you can completely rewrite that genetic coding. Really? So I, when I went to the OB several years ago after one of my miscarriages, you know, they asked what kind of breast cancer my mom had. And if I have family members with any other female cancers or colon cancer, or whatever. And, you know, I'm like, I have all this. I could check all these boxes. But I know that's not the end of the story for me because I know that we cellularly, you know, regenerate every seven years. We get all new, yes. all new cells. We're and, brand new people. And seven. what we eat and our environment and our relationships and our whatever, all of that can completely transform us. And Dr. Amen and his wife both talked about... So Dr. Amen started out, I think he was... He was in the military first. Well, he played football. We'll back up to that. He played football, maybe college and high school, and then he went into the military, and then he maybe was in radiology and was fascinated by that. But then he went to psychiatry, became a psychiatrist, and then he went to a conference, and they did brain imaging. And then he was like, really, that's that's where the passion lied. And so then he morphed into both psychiatry with the brain imaging aspect of if you see your brain, you can truly tell your health. Your brain scan, and he talked about his mom, his mom, you know, morphing from who she was to who she became, and then different family members, and then, you know, his wife and all the trauma she'd been through, and then where she started, and then where she ended up with, and how they healed their brains. And so it was books a lot talking about how to heal your brain, and he goes through a lot of components. It gives a lot of, we see around in our world today, 
it's so hard when you hear about shootings and you see mass crime and you see different things and you hear about mental illness and you're like, so many of these problems could be solved. Yeah. If, if we as a society or we as people change the way we ate, so many of our diseases and disorders and mental problems are caused by what we eat. And I wish that was a component that was strongly taught in medical schools. So changing the mindset of what healthy means and then not seeing yourself as deprived from sugar or whatever, but seeing yourself as more empowered to be um, stronger and better for those who you care for and who you will ultimately end up caring for, your parents or, or your grandchildren or whatever, seeing you as better and then becoming the best version of yourself is not being deprived. That's a really interesting, I mean, a paradigm shift of not like, oh, I can't have my sugar or whatever your thing is, sugar, maybe it's, I, I don't know, whatever, french fries or something. And then we go, oh, well, it's me, I have to give this up and saying, ah, no, I, I'm not deprived. That keeps me from, mm-hmm. you know, the better mm-hmm. things. And he has a large... There's a part of probably a whole chapter on just that. And when he meets people and they make statements of, well, I, I can't live without this or I can't live without this. And then, and then he, he flips that narrative and talks about how much better off you are, how much more equipped you are, how much better you are in a relationship, in society, at work, every way when you take care of yourself yes, and what taking yeah. your care of yourself looks like. Yeah, so and true. it's so phenomenal. So then he talks about... Um, Assessing your brain and test tests you can get done. Um, you can go on his website and they have free tests just to kind of see what kind of brain you oh, have. Interesting. Well, if you have an anxiety brain or if you have a whatever, and maybe supplements that would help you if you are more prone to this kind of personality or that kind of personality. And, and so he talks about supplementation. We'll and, put that in the show notes. And then he talks about eating, um, how to eat. And I can yeah, touch just on go this. Through. I got some notes on this. Just um, go through those. Into all my notes. So, as a diet, if you were to go to the grocery store and just go shopping for your weekly food without knowing anything at all and eat the standard American diet way, um, most of what you <laughs> buy is pro inflammatory. And inflammation, for those who don't know, is the root of pretty much all pain and all disease inflammation in your body somewhere. And so, eating things that are pro inflammatory that you increase your risk for diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, cancer. ADHD, depression, dementia, all kinds of um, brain things, but it, they all are associated with a smaller hippocampus, and that's your memory structure of the brain. So the, mess, the, the real weapons of mass destruction in our society right now are like highly processed food, pesticide sprayed food, artificially colored sweetened food, high glycemic food, low fiber food. Um, you just wonder when you look at the state of our children. Yeah, laden with hormones, tainted with antibiotics. I mean, all those things... Uh, just destroy our brain, not to mention some of the habits that we also form. So some of the things that struck me, that Alzheimer's, we're expected to triple our Alzheimer's numbers by 2050. It's going to be there. Some doctors call it uh, diabetes number type three diabetes because of its growth being. um, So right now it affects 50% of the people, 85 and older, 50%. That's really high. And it doesn't have to be that way because truly it's, um, it's preventable. It's so many things is we do shrink a, our brain. Do you know, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but is this like a relatively new phenomena or is it just that they've now been keeping track of it? I mean, were people having 
this level of Alzheimer's, you know, back in the 40s. No. Or, okay. So we've, as you know, we've, we've adulterated our food more and yeah, more yeah. as time has gone on with genetically modified. And then with glyphosate becoming the common in 2007, maybe. Yeah. And I think of um, NutraSweet, mm-hmm. which all that diet mm-hmm. soda, I remember reading the book in college like, and I, I worked with a young man, I mean, I was only 18, we're talking many, many years ago, and his dad was a brain surgeon, and he said if people knew what NutraSweet did to their brains, they would never touch it. And right. now we've had how many millions and millions, billions of yes. people growing up on diet soda with, yes. with NutraSweet. Yes. Um, so when you go to obesity, the statement he made that as your weight goes up, the size of your brain goes down. Interesting. And what an effect that is. Um, right now, 75% of all applicants to the military are rejected. That's crazy. And, oh, because of obesity. So uh, I think Joe cr- has told me that. It's crazy where we are now oh from where gosh. we were. Obesity destroys your organs. It creates a lot of inflammation and then we, we treat it with insulin because that's what has to happen, but then insulin is what creates fat in your body. So anyway, the statement he makes in the book, I'm going to quote, if you are not a warrior for the health of your brain and the brains of those who depend on you, ADD, depression, dementia, premature aging, diabetes, obesity, and premature death are the consequences for your loved ones and for yourself. It's important to implement strategies if you want a different outcome. Yeah. And I, it's so hard when, I, when I'm at the grocery store and I hear someone behind me talking about symptoms they have or a loved one or things they're facing, and I just think, oh, there's a different way. Yeah. We don't, our doctors don't talk about it. I think it's, I think that's changing, but I don't think the change is coming fast enough. Yes. It's, a, it's just educating it's, it's, the it's next generation. And, um, and there's a quote, there's a quote I highlighted here that I really like. The answer to these epidemic problems is not to see them as separate disorders with their own unique treatments, but rather as different expressions of the same unhealthy lifestyle that have exactly the same cure. In other words, there are many ways to become sick, but there's one clear path to wellness, and it's simpler than you think. And they're, and they're outlining this as the brain warrior's way, but um, the, the steps they talk about are changing your nutrition, and I'll touch on that in a second, and then uh, training your brain, daily habits and routines that help you. That's a, a good thing for you. Um, transforming your pain. So if you have a lot of pain in the past, like the, the um, author's wife had a very hard upbringing and, and then has had trauma happen to her, you know, since that, um, mm-hmm. being attacked and different things. And, and then just not just shoving that pain, but kind of transforming that pain, acknowledging that you have that and moving through it and past it. Have you ever heard of the book, Your Body Holds a Score? Okay. Yeah. It's I within the last year. So I don't know, maybe that's another book we can mm-hmm. look at, but I just wondered if you were familiar with it, how, how your body does hold that trauma. It does. And, and you have that, to, so. he gives you a whole chapter of exercises and things to kind of work through. Okay. And it's different for each person. So he gives lots of different ways you can try to release and move past that instead of just stuffing it yeah, and yeah. living life with this stuff. Okay. And then, um, Building and protecting your brain warrior tribe. He talks about how important it is to have a tribe around you. If you have a very unhealthy tribe, let's say yeah, you're a defined tribe, um, a, accountability, um, 
peers, family, people you surround yourselves with. So you okay. can surround yourselves with people who, let's just put yourself in the scenario, you're a young person, you surround yourself with friends who love to party. You go out on the weekends, you drink, you know, whatever. Um, that tribe is not a healthy tribe. And not, not that you necessarily have to completely separate yourselves, but you need to bring in people who are healthy into your sphere, the people you closely relate to, teach them, yeah. teach everyone you come into contact with things that work for you, share what you know, and then like some parts of our tribe we can't get rid of. We're related to a lot of our tribe, right? <laughs> and we, we can't, and let's say all of my tribe is just diehard Pop-Tarts and French fry people every day, all day. I can't get rid of them. I have to bring in more people who are like me that I can relate to so I don't always feel like I'm fighting. Well, And, and then I have to help them who are already in my existing tribe to just see healthier ways to take care of and themselves. And you've done that with some of your kids who, oh, who've given up wheat. I'm one of yes, your kids. Paul, yeah. Most recently. So all of my kids are, you know, are uh, they, I only cook healthy meals at home. I only cook... Um, keto for me and then I, I do them mostly low glycemic I don't buy gluten unless it's a very special occasion I mean we we are very healthy for the most part but and I'm I on want, the extreme I, of that but I want people to know that neither one of us it's like perfect. have large no have have large income so we're not yes. talking like oh we're going down to you know buy organic this and that no, no we buy this we are I mean we're um just having to be very frugal. Mm -hmm. So I don't want yes. everybody to think, oh, yes. well, yeah, you can go out and go to the gym. And this, well, Heather and I have never gone to the gym before. This is the first <laughs> time we've ever did it this morning. Um, no, you can go out for this. We, I mean, I don't know. It's just a very yes. rare thing. So I don't want anybody to get the impression like we're some sort of food elitists and we just have yeah. all this time to go exercise and go all this. This is, you know, that those are very rare events. Right. And so we're, we're uh, having to be just as frugal or right. being single income families, maybe even more frugal. So right. it, it can be done. Let it me can just be say done. that. Yes. Frugal is definitely a thing. I always look for the organic and grass fed meats to be on clearance everywhere I go. If they're on clearance, that's what I would get as an option. But, uh, and we do get a beef every year from a family we know, and that helps us tremendously through the year. But, um, I buy the cleanest I can. I try with to buy the money you can. What I can, right? And I try to buy whatever dirty dozen vegetables I can, or I just, you know, don't buy them. Um, that you do the dirty. You, you try to buy the cleanest dirty dozen. The clean. I, I, the, I buy the. I don't. I try not to buy the dirty dozen. Oh, dirty. Okay. Yeah. Right. I try to, and the clean yeah. fifteen. That's helpful to. Yeah. I mean, there's the Enviro Working Group online that tells you those lists. They change every year, uh, depending on what's the dirtiest things like that, but. I try to make the best choices with everything I can. And thankfully, because healthy eating is getting more trendy, yes. the options are getting better at Walmart and Aldi's. Yes. And you can go and get, you know, almond flour for less than you used to be able to. And I use a lot of monk fruit and that's, you know, come down in price. And I go to a big box store like Costco where I can get things for a lot less. And so it's, for me, it's always so learning, all, it's learning, you know, so I don't go to just one store because I want the best price and the best things. So I travel to a few different stores <laughs> to get those, but me and my main stores are Aldi and Costco. Um, so get getting, so getting now getting back to the book. Um, so yeah, I'll touch on a few nutrition points that okay. I think are important. And I, I've mentioned these somewhat before and let me go into what I've highlighted here. Um, omega-6 oils, they need to go. They need to not be in your, what is omega-6 oils are canola, 
soy, sunflower, safflower, Pretty much, I said corn, like corn, soy, soy canola, like any kind of vegetable oil. Anything, yeah, any vegetable oil, um, adulterated seed oil. They're in almost all processed foods. So it's that is one area that I will not budge because the inflammation from eating those foods once can stain your body for six months. Oh, my goodness. It's oh my. terrible for you. It's terrible for you. I mean, those okay, can... Big takeaway number one right there, folks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was listening to a couple different doctors say this within the last few weeks that you're... Be- and not, not that I want anybody to smoke. Smoking two packs a day will kill you, is less likely to kill you than eating these That's processed crazy. foods every day. That's a 100% chance of killing you from these foods and getting disease, 100% chance of getting disease from these foods versus smoking is like a 44% chance. Okay, so then you exchange those out for coconut oil, olive so, oil, avocado oil. Yes, macadamia, walnut are okay. Uh, but the main ones, avocado oil, uh, coconut oil, and olive. Olive oil, palm, but not palm kernel. Um, and those, so so where are those? Those are in all your salad dressings. So mayonnaise, I will only get avocado oil mayonnaise or I'll make my own. Okay. I get it at Costco. That's the cheapest price. Sir Kensington is the so, one brand. Uh, sorry, just so that people weren't confused. It's not the avocado and coconut oil that are in our, all your salad dressings. It's all those omega-6, yes. nasty omega-6. Yes. So yeah. let's say you look at one and it says Hellman's avocado oil mayonnaise. So I want you to pick up that jar. I want you to look at the back of it because it's not only avocado oil. It's also soy or canola. So you need the ones that are 100% avocado oil. And I don't think that that's an area I won't budge. I mean, if I'm going to use mayonnaise, I'm only going to use good mayonnaise. If I'm going to use salad dressing, I'm only going to use good salad dressing. So what do we have at my house right now? We have Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen is a brand you can get at Costco. You can get it almost all the big, I think you can get it almost all the grocery stores. It was a company started by Mark Sisson, and I think he's since sold it to maybe Unilever or one of those. But he's, they have remained it to be still 100% avocado oil. Or, um, and I, I do buy that. I don't buy a lot of it because we truly just use olive oil and vinegar. Yeah, I use olive oil and vinegar. And then our friend Susan, I, I don't know how many years ago, she gave me this, I think it was her birthday present, this Italian mix of seasoning. Mm-hmm. And I've used it all these years. It is phenomenal. She Well, she, you know. Makes a dry mix? It's a dry mix. And then I actually put it in the blender to make it powdery. Mm-hmm. So it mixes in the thing. It's it's absolutely my favorite dressing. But So Anne will put that in the show notes. <laughs> so we can all learn to make it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh my gosh, we're already at 26 minutes. So d- I'll go, go. A few more food pieces. Okay. Yeah. So get the oils out. Um, sugar is not your friend. Sugar is not your friend. Oh, my gummy and bears. so sad. I know the gummy bears. But you can get Smart Sweets gummy bears. Really, they have them at Walmart. Oh. Um, Anyway, so you want your calories to be high quality. And, and I, I personally steer towards keto with doing some um, carb cycling where I pop out and, and eat some good carbs like sweet potatoes and things. But you could even, the biggest thing is going low glycemic. So if you can, you could look on the internet and look up low glycemic foods, stay with the low glycemic foods, stay away from the high glycemic foods. I think it's best to go now, at, when I, I don't want to assume that everybody knows what we're talking about. So when you say low glycemic, that means how it affects your blood, blood sugar. sugar. So when you eat it, it doesn't call, cause a blood sugar spike. spike. So there's two, there's a, there's a glycemic index and a glycemic load. And if you do read the book or listen to the book, it, it goes thoroughly and explains both, but certain things will cause, you want to avoid blood sugar spikes at right. all costs because right. that creates insulin resistance. And you want to be metabolically flexible where you're able to Use glucose and use fat, but you want to have, you know, good quality fat. You want to have good quality protein 
uh, good quality protein, you want to look for like, you want to think of like the size of your hand, the size right. of your palm. That's good protein servings throughout the day. Protein is very good for you. You don't want to overdo it. If you're in the athlete world, you do want to go higher to that, getting your grams more towards your body. You know, I, I actually think we should just do maybe the next podcast and maybe we'll just continue here and do a part two or just, um, you have focused so much on fuels and food and how to get the best use and build body mass. And I, I think we, we should just do something on that, you know, cause yeah. I real practical things right. on just, you know, products you use, you know, right. how you get up, what do you do? So yeah. we will do that. So get rid of sugar, eat things like, so when you, when you do, you want fiber, Fiber is really good. You want your greens. You want your vegetables. You want to eat the rainbow. You want to look around for food that is lots of different colors throughout the day. Uh, that's good. You want to get a good, I mean, salads, all different kinds of greens in your salads, and then lots of different colors of vegetables, and then, you know, vividly colored things like pomegranate and blueberry and things like that, and sweet potatoes. And, and each of those foods have amazing micronutrient uh, profiles. So like lots of vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, different things we need. And then in addition to that, different foods make us feel good. So some of the, like sweet potatoes are really good mm, with I endorphins. Love. They make you happy. It's a happy food. Chocolate is a happy food. And so I remember one day I was really stressed about something and Doug's like, we should have sweet potato fries for dinner because I make homemade <laughs> sweet potato fries because he had just heard me. Um, I think he went on my walk with me that day and he heard the happy hormone foods and that was one of them. And, and also the other good thing about sweet potatoes is they build, they feed your gut bacteria. They're super good for you, like a prebiotic. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna like stop here because, okay, that's going to be our next podcast. We're going to go through happy foods, this food, that food. Okay, so let's go back to the book to okay. wrap it up and okay. then we're going to talk about all those food things the next time. Well, actually, I guess we'll just continue on because those those foods are what feed your brain and what your brain does. So if did you have anything more on the foods? Yeah. Uh, well, or just on the book in general. Oh, yes. So, you know, like I said, he talked about habits and routines. He talks about using your pain. He talks about building your tribe and then um, just, you know, like some do's and don'ts. The kind of the kind of things to look for in life, the kind of things to movement, um, what kind of movement is good. But all you'd rather, if you have to pick between exercise and movement, you'd rather have movement, truly. And then this is coming from someone who exercises every day. <laughs> but movement is so important. Sitting is not good. Sitting. Yeah. I mean, and you've, and, and you've given me books before in the past where truly we were created to be outside moving most of the oh, time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> truly. Our dog, we had to have her, her eyes taken out because of glaucoma. And, but every day I make sure because she used to be an outside dog, but she can't be. And it's like, she has to get out for her walk twice a week, you know, yes. or twice a day so that she, you know, she goes to the, she has a bowel movement and, and, you know, she needs to do this. And we're the same way. Mm -hmm. If your body's not running properly, if you're not moving in some capacity. We are created to move. And yeah. I feel better when I move. I mean, so me bumping up to two, ex two workouts a day has been good in the sense that, and they have to be like three hours apart. So I can't like do it all at once. Okay. Most people can't do that, but... <laughs> You know, one's early in the morning and then right before dinner, I just go on that walk. And okay. it's so good. Right. I mean, it's yeah. good for your mind. It's good for your body. I think when people think workout, they don't think no. going for a walk. No, but going yeah. for a walk yeah, is yeah, a yeah. workout. Yeah, Pulling yeah. weeds in your yard. Yeah. I mean, so many things can be a workout that 
sometimes I think cooking for two hours for my family is oh my gosh (laughs) making good meals so anyway so yeah I, I think I've covered a lot of what the book covers. So you'd really recommend this. And then there's a Brain Warriors cookbook that's along with sitting it. in my hand here. Um, you know, there there's so many cookbooks and so much of this and that. And I think, um, again, recommending these resources for those of you who have a real interest in this, you might have just picked up enough just from this podcast to know, okay, I'm going to just try to pick this out. And again, we'll have another one on specific foods. But um moderation with just just the wisdom of again I think of um, Donna who just is so good about incremental steps into so in, in talking today just you know pick up pick up something today that we said oh mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay away from those oil just start there just start there yeah, and habit. you know a tiny habit and then anyway thanks for joining us today with us today and then we'll pick it up next time whenever we can get together again and talk about all these other things heather is just we could literally sit and talk i don't know for several days but um you know we're going to try we're actually going to try to make this more of a weekly thing because there is so much information here and so many things we'd like to share just with you guys in our local community you know, we see you guys, you know, sometimes it'd be fun sometime just to say, hey, let's have a Fortify get together and mm-hmm. let's all meet and mm-hmm. just share. So anyway, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to check out the show notes for helpful links discussed in today's episode. Until next time, may you be a fortifier to the world around you. Mm-hmm.